is Ryan Michelle, and welcome to the Celebrate Marriage Cast, where we hope to restore and reclaim godly marriages through honest and real conversations. Welcome to episode 22. We are Ryan and Michelle, and Ryan, something really cool happened last week. Yeah? What's that? Well, it was our 21st episode, and our engineer and producer, Adam, informed us of something really exciting. Yeah? We have now hit the 1% of podcasts. Whoa. Based on our longevity and our perseverance and our persistence. So the numbers are, there are 4 million podcasts in the world. 4 million. That's a lot. That's a lot. 10% of those make it past 10 episodes. Okay. So now we're down to 400,000. Okay. 10% of those don't make it, or 10% of those make it past 20. Wow. So we are in the top 1% of podcasts. All right. And I will say, like, it's such a team effort and the heart and the vision of Celebrate Church just because there's no way that we could do this on our own. No, absolutely Or just one person. I mean, that is so much work behind the scenes. We have, you know, the engineer and the the production, the editing, the the sound clips, the graphics, the lower thirds, the the cover tiles, all of those things that make it happen, lining up of guests. All of that, such a team effort. And what's really cool about the body of Christ is that we're all using our strengths for it. So, um, I mean, we just kind of show up and and tell, well, we do a lot of script stuff too. But um, so anyways, (laughs) congratulations to the Celebrate Marriage cast. And thank you to our listeners for being such a key part. We have hundreds of you listening every week and we would love for you to just keep spreading the word, subscribe if you haven't. And those things are just so important to really helping our show to reach more and more people. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Ryan, today we have a special guest with us here live in the studio. Such a treat to have a live studio guest. And we just want to introduce him. So, his name is Tony Boer, and he is a believer, a therapist, an author, and a coach. He actually currently practices therapy at Sumpire Christian Counseling. And as a licensed therapist specializing in marriage, he has accumulated over 20 years of experience in assisting couples in overcoming various challenges such as infidelity, frequent arguments, communication breakdowns, financial struggles, and sexual difficulties. So, Tony, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. that introduction, 20 years, just means I've gotten to talk to a lot of couples and hear a lot of stuff, and I'm old. And (laughs) where you started really young, right? Right. You're very wise. Let's let's go with that. Yeah. And and this is really cool that you are in Sioux Falls, your local, Mm -hmm. to our community, and um, we just found out that you're actually a fellow soccer player. Yes. Yeah. That is so cool. We could get sidetracked and talk about that for a long time. Right. Days. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't we won't geek out on that too much for all of you that maybe aren't soccer fans, but we're all soccer fans here. And I think it's a perfect segue to what we want to talk about today. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing. So and and Tony, you can chime into this being a being a fellow soccer fan here, but when you're on the field, you always have something in mind. You always know where you are relative to the goal because you want to score or you want to keep the other team from scoring. Mm -hmm. So regardless of where I am on the field, I always know where the goal is and I'm striving to get the ball into the goal. Absolutely. And the purpose is really clear and defined. We know what we're doing when we're on the soccer field. Yeah. Get the ball, pass it, get it in the goal. Know what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Absolutely. So we're, we're transferring this analogy, this idea of a goal to your marriages. 
right? So that's what we want to that's what we want to talk about today. This idea of having a goal for your marriage. So, you know, we've we're we're super excited about this cuz Michelle, we've said before, we are not therapists. Right. So No, we're uh, not. We're not. So we have one with us today. Ryan majored in business. Yeah. I yeah, majored I in marketing <laughs> right. and I majored in art. I do <laughs> right. have, for our listeners, just for a little comfort, I did get a bachelor's degree, a second one in ministry and leadership. And both of us have read through the Bible yeah. in, in its entirety yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. That doesn't really qualify us to give <laughs> marriage no. advice other no. than we are. We try to be relatable yes. and we bring in people that are yes. professionals too. And you are so, married. And yes. we are married. So married. You got that going for you. We love Jesus. And we live it out. And we try you, every day Tony. to live it Thank out. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. we are married. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Tony, let's start off. Why, why are goals important in marriage? Well, kind of like the soccer analogy you were just talking about, you need to know your purpose and your goal and what you're doing. And lots of people don't have marriage goals, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go, hey, what's your marriage goal? You get blank looks, yeah. right? They don't say anything. Yeah. And um, if you don't have any goal, you're not going to accomplish anything. You're not going to get to where you need to go. Companies have mission statements, right? They want to get right. everybody on the same page. They want yeah. them to all know, hey, this is what we're going for. This is what we're working on. And then if you ask a couple, hey, what are you guys working on in your marriage? I don't know. Yeah. Right? So they don't have these yeah. goals. And it's really weird because everywhere else in our life, whether it's the soccer field or every, anywhere else, we have goals, right? If you think about, yeah. hey, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to go to college, then I'm going to get this job, then I'm going to work here. And all these goals keep building, right? If we talk about financial goals as well, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to pay off my school loans, I'll hopefully save up and buy a house, then we'll save for college, uh, then maybe retire and be successful. And then if you ask them, what's your marriage goals? If they have anything it's usually backwards, right? It's like, well, I want to find someone, fall in love, keep the honeymoon going, and have some kids. Maybe hopefully we're still together when we're 80 and we can tolerate each other. Yeah. So yeah. it just goes downhill backwards. Sure, sure. That's a terrible way to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so why, why is it that, that most couples don't set goals? I think a lot of people think their marriage is just, it is what it is, Yeah. right? How's your marriage? Oh, my marriage is good. It's okay. It's bad. They just kind of give you this statement and say, this is how my marriage is. Sure. Yeah. Um, but marriages, they're changeable. They're growable. That's why you guys are doing what we're doing, right? We're trying mm-hmm. to help people and yeah. grow and do. But I think they're just, they think they're just stuck. Yeah. And they don't want to put the work and the effort in. And it's not that hard. Right. If I ask you, hey, do you want to lose a little weight? And I'm and they're like, Yeah, okay. What are you doing? Well, I'm sitting on the couch eating Doritos. <laughs> right. Um, how's it going for you? <laughs> Not very good, right? It's like you actually have to do something. You have yeah. to have a goal. And it doesn't have to be crazy, right? It can be small little things like I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna start walking. It's the same thing with marriage goals, is people always think that, oh, it's this great, big, deep, hard, scary thing. Keep it really simple yeah, and just start having a few goals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's so true. I, I think people have this idea of like, I'm going to fall in love and then they fall in love, they get married and then- We're going to be happy. Yeah, but it, like then that, that's it. Like it stops there. And, you know, I, I, I love that conversation of these small, 
small changes. You know, Michelle and I have talked about this. One of the things, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to work on communication. Mm-hmm. And it's, this is so small, but I can tell you that it's paid off greatly for us. It's just the, this idea, like I have alarms set on my phone to, hey, send Michelle a text today, like at this time. Yeah. You know, just something so small to help increase our connection, increase our communication. Yeah. And so, like, I love this idea of small incremental changes can have a huge impact. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that would be a goal, right? So if we say, hey, what's your marriage goal? You just gave us one. I'm yeah. going to try and connect with my wife a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, that sounds cool. Lots of people are going to say that. How are you doing that? Well, I have an alarm on my phone to remind me just to reach out and check in. Yeah. Okay, that's a measurable goal. It's sure. something that you can work on right. and see that you're making progress. Because a lot of times people say, it's like, I just want to communicate better. Right. <laughs> way too <laughs> right. broad, right. way too big, right? right? You right. Need to like re- a smart goal. Yeah, you need really, to make yeah. that small and measurable. Yeah. Is there, is there a fear of like, uh, you know, maybe some people don't get into this. You, you know, you, you reference this about doing the work, but is, is there maybe also a fear of getting into like something deeper or something maybe more intimate that hinders people? Well, there's always that fear of when you get closer and you're, it's vulnerable, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit scary, um, but the payoff is worth it, Yeah, right? And so if you don't have the skills to manage a deep conversation and to manage some of that stuff, you are going to avoid it. You are going to keep that surface stuff. Yeah. And so, but if you have those goals to work and kind of grow, that deep stuff doesn't get scary, right? So you can talk about, um, I want to communicate better. Um, start really small, right? An easy one to kind of work and practice on is like, hey, the old dinner thing. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? Where do you want to go eat? I don't know. Where do you want to go eat, right? You do this back and forth thing. Yeah. Why can't you tell the person you love and care about what you want? Sure. Right? It's yeah. like, hey, I don't feel like going out to eat tonight. Or I don't want to cook. Can we go out to eat? Instead of, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Is sure. be direct with that. Yeah. Right? And start with those little things. And then you can get to, that's your goal. Keep building. Right? Then you can go, hey, you know, last night when we were talking, you said something that really kind of hurt me. Mm. Um, if you can tell the little dinner one, then you can build to the hurt one. And then it isn't quite so scary to have those deep, vulnerable conversations because you kind of know what you're doing and you've laid the groundwork, you've practiced. And I think a lot of times people know that it's scary and they don't want to do it. And so they always think they got to jump to these great, big, deep ones. And if you don't communicate very good, you do avoid that. So then what happens is the only time you communicate deeply is when you've had it when you're frazzled, when you're at your wit's end and you're like, I got to go talk to her. Yeah. Well, you're not going to be very articulate. You're not going to be very good. And if you don't do it very often, it's going to come out a mess. And so then you have this big fight and then it's like, yeah, I don't want to do that again. And we start the whole process all over again. But if you have these goals and you practice, you're like, hey, I'm trying to work, right? Another good common goal is learn to fight faster. Right? Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I haven't heard of this. Yeah. yeah. Fight faster, right? Is we're all going to fight. There's no way you can avoid fights in your marriage, sure. right? right? Let's get them done. Let's do them quick. Let's do them efficient and move on. So, what would that look like? Yeah. Well, an easy way is like having a goal. So, if you want to fight faster, there's some, what are you going to do different? Like, are you going to um, let your spouse say their side first? 
Are you going to work on not getting so emotional? Are you going to work on not interrupting? Right? So now you have this goal. So the next time you're in this fight, you're like, oh man, I got to, okay, what's your goal? What yeah. are you working on? Oh, sure. I'm going to let her go first. Mm. I'm going to not get so emotional. I'm going to really work harder not, on not interrupting. Sure. Okay. How'd you do with that? Sure. I got a little better. And so pretty soon these fights get faster and yeah. quicker and more efficient. Or maybe you don't have the silent treatment or maybe you don't wait to come and like repair it together or right. something. And yeah, if you're going to have a great. silent treatment and it goes from three hours, can you get it down to 30 minutes? Sure. Yeah. Right? It's like, right. hey, I just need a break and then we'll come back and talk. Yeah. And yeah. just having that goal of, all right, let's fight faster and better. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I think, you know, you talked about these like tiny micro goals kind of, and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago about that old example of a plane that was one degree off course and ended up halfway across the globe just because those little things make such a big yeah. impact by the time you you keep going over the trajectory of, you know, months and years and decades, like that's a big deal and that adds up. So, Tony, what are some examples of goals that you see in your practice? Like where where does a couple even start? Because I do think that, like you said earlier, you, you know, you get married and it's kind of like, you know, maybe... They just the goals to be happy or something. And we talked a couple episodes ago by yeah. about God really wants more for you than that. Don't sell yourself short. He wants you to be holy and bless you and use you for so much more than just this idea of being happy. Um, I mean, you can be happy in the process, but think so much bigger. But where do you where do you even start? Um, one of the easiest ways to think about when I have couples in there, I ask them is, um, do you want the same marriage your parents had? What do they say? Most of the time, people are like, no, yeah. right? You hear these yeah. things of, mm. no, my parents never hugged each other. Or they never mm. kissed it in front of each other or they would fight all the time or do this. And so there's this thing. It's like, now I want a better marriage than my parents. Sure. Okay, great, cool. What are you doing? Yeah. Mm. Nothing. Because if you don't have those goals or that stuff, then you're just doing what you know. You're going to probably have a very similar marriage, yeah. right? Mm. But if you say it that way, it's like, do you want the same? No, I want it different. I want it better, right? We even have that for our kids. We want our kids to have a better life than we do. We want them to have better things. It's like, all right, so if we want to have a better marriage, let's start doing that and just kind of getting over that fear of it's not bad, it's not terrible, right? It's just like sitting on the couch eating those Doritos. It's not terrible to say, you know, I think I'm going to go for a walk today. Okay, Great. You know, I think I'm going to let my wife say her side of the story first. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this is frustrating me. And so mm-hmm. it's just those small little steps. When you talk about that degree sure. thing, you just do that over time and it gets easier because it's not hard. We kind of talk about why, why does anybody get married? You want to feel loved and valued. It yeah. feels awesome. Yeah, it feels great. Right. That's why we all do it, right? Mm-hmm. We love to feel loved, valued, and important. Um, why can't you share that with the person, right? And there's so many things that I notice in couples that come in that are unsaid, right? Or they will come in. I try to get them to come in both at the same time, but sometimes someone will come in and the guy will sit down and he'll be like, Tony, I just don't know how to tell my wife that um, I really miss her and I want more of her and um, she just kind of ignores me too much. Mm-hmm. You're like, do that, buddy. Yeah. Right? I should have yeah. just recorded right. that and you can go back <laughs> right. home. And, right? Yeah. But, right. But, but it's like, oh, I could never do that. Yeah. Why not? Right? Why do you think people feel like they can't? Do you feel like... There's just not that like safety or their spouse would, they think they'd get upset or. 
I think it's because they don't know how. Sure. Right? Is they don't it feels know, uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable. They don't know how. And notice we're talking about this in this private little room, right? It's the same thing in therapy is when I'm talking to someone, they're sitting on the couch and they can sit down and express their feelings. When they're doing it at home, they're having to do that with two kids running around and different stuff happening yeah. and it gets missed and sure. it gets going. And instead of telling your wife, hey, would you like to sit down on the couch and spend some time with me? We don't say that, sure. right? It's right. too scary. It's too sure. vulnerable. So, sure. And there's I, dishes and yeah. laundry so and all So I will say things. something like, yeah. hey, Michelle, you want to watch a soccer game? And she'll be like, no. <laughs> okay. And I'm bummed. Yeah. If I make it a little bolder and a little more direct and go, Michelle, would you like to sit down on the couch and spend some time sitting yeah. with me and talking with me? Is that your wife's name? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh, good game. Yeah. 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 Or good so, name, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> if I say, hey, would you like to sit on the couch and spend a little time with me? She's not going to go, nah, I don't really want to. Right. She's right. actually sure. going to do that, Yeah. right? Yeah. But if I don't take the risk and be bold, and I just say something while she's loading dishes, it's like, hey, I'm going to watch a soccer game. You want to come watch it with me? Nah. Yeah. Sure. And we just missed each other. Yeah. And then it starts to kind of go. And so it's yeah. just taking those little things and those little risks of like, oh, my goal is I want to communicate clear. So I'm actually going to ask my wife, yeah. would you like to sit with me and talk with me a little bit? Yeah. I feel like that's an area, Ryan, that we've talked about just almost not allowing ourselves to be passive or this passivity where... Yeah. um because sometimes in my business, I'm doing things at night to get ready for the next day or whatever. Like, if we're not really intentional on communicating, hey, love, I need to do this thing, but it's going to be 10 minutes. Um, if I don't communicate that, then what sometimes has happened is I'll end up being at the table working on stuff for an hour. He'll see me over there and he'll go in the living room and, you know, watch a video or whatever, you know, just right. we'll yeah. just kind of yeah. each be doing our own thing. And then it's like, nine o'clock and we're like, well, now that's the evening. And wow, that kind of stinks that like we just like, I didn't need to do all this, but I maybe needed to do 10 minutes. But then I looked over and saw you, you know, watching podcasts or whatever. And then I was like, well, I'll just keep going. But really we should have just communicated. Yeah. So I yeah. think we've, we've been working on that. Yeah. And communicating that. Bold and direct, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and it starts... Sometimes you miss each other just out of noble, like you guys. Oh, she's over there working. Okay, I'm going to go over here. Oh, he's over there. It's okay. And I will hear that all the time where there's a guy sitting downstairs going, man, I wish my wife would come down and talk mm -hmm. to me. And the wife's sitting upstairs on Facebook or scrolling goes, man, I wish my husband would come up and talk yeah. to me. Yeah. They both, but they don't ever but yeah. they don't ever take that time or do yeah. that, right? And there's lots of that, even in that story they talk about, oh, he's over there, it's okay, I'm not gonna bother him. Oh, she's busy, I'm not gonna bother him. So sometimes it's noble. It's not like things are terrible or bad, but yeah. it's just we don't take that extra minute to communicate and to kind of go, Hey, what do you want? What's sure. your plan for the night? What do you need? Because once you start communicating, you start to see it's problems are really solvable. Yeah. We yeah. feel like yeah. they're yeah. not solvable, right. but they are, right? Yeah. So as right. soon as you go, hey, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to be working for 10, 15 minutes. All right, if you speak up and go like, hey, could we spend 20 minutes before you go to bed together? Sure, no problem. When do you want to yeah. do that? Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. But if you don't, it's kind of like that same thing. We yeah. just kind of do our own thing. It's like, oh, right. it's time for bed. Okay, yeah. And we go on and nothing terrible happened. Nothing bad went right. down, right? You're not mad or angry at each other, but we just kind of missed each other. Yeah. 
And I think too, so what we've started doing is we'll say, you'll usually say like, hey, do you want to set a timer for 20 minutes and we'll regroup or whatever. So there's, because yeah. sometimes you can just get lost in what you're doing and an hour goes by. Right. But I think maybe, you know, what we're talking about too is the noble, the noble intent. But the problem I think is that happens for one night. Okay, whatever. But if that's every night of the week and that's every week of the month and then every month of the year, then that creates some serious drift. So it takes that realization to step back and be like, whoa, 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 this is not the evening time we want. This is not the relationship where we're drifting here, you know? Yeah. And and that's an easy goal to have. You just nailed one. Hey, can we take 20 minutes even once a week to plan when we're going to connect with each other? Sure. Okay. Now you're doing that instead of just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden it's weeks, months, years. You're like, yeah, we're trying to get together, but we don't. And that's that part of, if you have these goals, you can impact your marriage. You can change it. You can direct it. It's sure. just taking those time to do it. And it's not that hard. Yeah. What are some other top areas of goals that you help your clients with? I mean, is there, we've talked a little bit about communication and time. Um, what about like money? It's certainly that's a big area. Is there a simple money goal that people could start implementing? Well, it's, That's a big question. Well, it's really easy from the standpoint of it's all about communication. So if it's money, sure. okay. You think about when you work for companies or different stuff, how many budget meetings do you sit through or in churches or things like that? How many budget meetings do couples have? Yeah. Not very often. Yeah. yeah. Right? Sure. The problem with money in couples is they usually only talk about it when there's something going down. Yeah. Sure. Right. When it's a fight, right. like, hey, we need to buy a new car, or hey, we were we're a little short, or we need to get this, and now it's really stress and crazy. Now we're starting to talk about we should have to talk about money right now. No, this is the one time you actually <laughs> right. shouldn't, right? right? But if you go, hey, once a month, can we just sit down and see where we're at and how we're doing? Sure. It doesn't get so scary when when that stress is a little lower, yeah. right? Because yeah. then when like the stakes are high. It's not you're not setting yourself up for a very right. peaceful conversation, probably. Yeah, but the topics you talk about money, communication, sex, right? Those are all big ones where um, you don't ever talk about it. Same thing with sex. Think about that. When do couples talk about sex? Usually when it didn't quite go right or didn't, hey, one yeah. guy puts the moves on and nothing happens. Now we're mad and angry. Hey, we should talk about sex right now. No, that's yeah. not sure. the time, right? Sure. right? Because right. there's a lot of emotions and things going on. And so it's like, hey, slowing this down and just having these conversations and talking about these things is they're not scary. They're not bad. And if you look at like what everybody, like what athletes do or what companies do, they all have plans. They all have goals. They all have things that they sit down and yep. talk about and review. Even in your jobs, you get a um, review. How yep. are you doing? Where are you at? Yeah. Right? Me and my wife, we do that all the time. She's a teacher, so we do, do it by grades. Hey, what's your grade in your marriage right now? Mm. What kind of grade am I getting yeah. as a husband? Yeah, that's great. Right? I want to know. And it's not so much about what the actual grade is. It's how is she grading me? It's like, hey, yeah. Tony, you get a B. Yeah, tell me why. Well, you did this and this really connected with me or this met or this happened and I didn't feel really good about it. Oh, okay. It's not scary when you keep checking in and you do that. Sure. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. We do, we'll ask each other where bucket's at. Yeah. So we'll say like, hey, where's your bucket at? Oh, is that, I mean, 10 is the best. You want a full bucket. Um, you know, one is the worst, or I guess you could have zero, an empty bucket. That would be pretty 
pretty bleak (laughs) to have that. But, you know, if he says, and I think sometimes they'll say, you can't pick seven. So if he's like, oh, I'm a six or a five, then it's like, oh my gosh, like, tell me, like, how can I help? You know, how can we connect better, communicate better? What can I do? You know, acts of service, whatever. Like, how can I, quality time, we just talked about love languages, quality time, we probably need to spend more time together, stuff like that. So, but I like that, the grade or whatever. So when you're doing that, are you asking like how you're doing or how your marriage is doing? When you're asking that number, um, I think it's pr- like personal. Yeah, yeah. and so I, yeah. that's what most people do. Just add one more thing. You're going to ask him, "What's your number? Where are you at, buddy? How are you doing? You having a good day, bad day? Where are you at? Okay, where are you at? Okay, and then just add one more. Where's our marriage at? Mm. Yeah, right. What's our number for our marriage? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hey, it's a seven or an eight. We're doing pretty good. We're clicking along. Okay. Um. It's a little bit lower, but just having that one more thing, because I want you guys to think about this. There's you and there's your marriage, yeah. Yeah, right? So good. it's really easy to check in with each other, right. yeah. but just do the one, the third part that's is like, great. how's our marriage? What that's number great. would we give our marriage right now? Yeah, yeah. that's great. Tony, are we going to get a bill after this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> that's great. That's great advice. I, yeah. Like just add that one, that yeah. one extra thing. Yeah. That's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. I hope yeah. people, I hope people feel encouraged just thinking yeah. about simple goals that they can set. Um, when, so you gave the example of doing this at night, but certainly people, we do weekly lunch dates. Um, that was our vision board goal for the year was weekly lunch dates, just because with our work schedules is something that we can do. Yeah. And then we do a monthly date and then a quarterly getaway. So we did a vision retreat for a quarterly getaway, um, two weekends ago. Yeah. Um, but like, when is a good time for people? Maybe it's morning before they go to work or just, just whenever. Whatever it works for you, right? Ideally, where you can sit down and talk and not have a lot of distractions, right? Kids going on. And okay. a lot of times people are like, man, in therapy, Tony, it's so great and it's good. And you really help us and it goes really well. And I have to tell them, sometimes it's just the setup. You guys drove here. Sure. Had an hour set aside on your schedule to talk yeah. about your marriage and no interruptions. Of course it's going to go good, <laughs> right. right? I'm just helping right. out, but you guys right. did a lot of that work. And so whenever you do that, whether it's the morning yeah. or at lunchtime, is just having that purpose of like, what are we doing? Oh, we're going to talk or we're going to communicate and talk about our marriage, right? Yeah. Is making sure that you're just really um, intentional. So when you yeah. go on a, me and my wife, my kids are out of the house now. So we have every Thursday, we get to go out for dinner and just sit and chill, cool. right? And it's no talk about kids, no talk about work. Yeah. Um, harder. It's hard yeah. to do. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, Michelle, you can't be talking about it. She's like, okay. And then she's like, Tony, you're talking about work. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> right. But it just yeah, kind of keeps that policy. focus. Is yeah. like, let's talk about us. Yeah. yeah. That's right? great. Because once we get going, it's actually really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's great. Tony, do you have, we have some closing uh, questions for you that we ask every guest, but do you Fire have any, any other, do you have any other thoughts for our listeners? I know we've just kind of scratched the surface of goals and communication, but any other parting thoughts? Yeah. I just want you to remember your marriage is changeable, right? You can make it better. You can work. You can invest in it. You're not just stuck with what you have. And so, um, you can start changing it. And then a lot of times couples will say, well, I don't know if my husband's really into it or I don't know if my wife's really into it. Um, We can get there. But if you start making a few little changes, it changes everything. And so just the parting thing to remember when we're talking about goals is make a few, try them, and 
just start doing that. Your marriage is changeable. If you just sit on the couch and hope you get healthy, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Just sit on the couch and hope your marriage gets better. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Try a few little things. You'll, it'll get better. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So good. I feel like that is really hope giving to yeah. hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tony, this has been this has been so good, and we ask all of our guests sort of rapid fire here three three questions. So we'll just kind of set set my watch here and just just rapid fire. What? Why is marriage important to you? What's your marriage? Why? Um, we talked about this earlier. It feels great to be loved and valued. That's why anybody's in a marriage. Why'd you marry that person? They make me feel loved and valued. I'm no different. Why? What's my marriage thing? I like to feel loved and valued. Yeah. So it yeah. feels pretty great and awesome. So um, that's why I'm married. I like yeah. feeling loved. Awesome. Awesome. Best date night? <sighs> Probably, it's kind of a cheating one because when we went to Mexico for our 20th anniversary. Fine. So busy raising kids and doing that. And they're yeah. finally old enough where they can go. And it was like, just us two, where yeah. we could just kind of spend time and talking and hanging out. Yeah, cool. that's cool. And then uh, lastly, Tony, what's bringing you joy in your marriage right now? Well, I said that earlier, it's those Thursday nights, right? Yeah. Every Thursday night, me and my wife go sit down, eat, no talk about work, no talk about kids, and just work on connecting on each other. Yeah. And sometimes it's quiet and peaceful. Sometimes we're talking about fun stuff, but that's the thing that brings me joy right now. Yeah, so good. That's so, so good. great. That's awesome. Tony, where can our listeners keep up with you? Um, you can go to my website. It's www.tonybore.com. Pretty okay. simple. Um, I'm on Instagram and I send out little videos and little helpful hints. It's called urok.tonybore um, because it's a whole nother lesson that we can talk about is we have to start with you're okay, yeah. right? We're all right. We're okay. God loves us. Um, we're good. So let's go work. And so you can find me on there and I'm giving little interesting marriage tidbits, things that I hear, arguments that I have in counseling. I'm like, hey, I think other people would like to hear this. Yeah. So I just yeah. throw that yeah. out there and we've, put that out we've there. We've seen some of them. They're great. Yeah. So yeah. Good. yeah. And tell us about your book. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's called The Marriage Manual and it's written from the perspective of if you had a TV or fridge and you get an owner's manual, oh. right? And it says, hey, here's the tools you need to make the fridge work to put it together. And so it's written that way with the same way with marriage. Here's the tools you need for a good marriage. Mm. You need to know you, right? You need to know some of these other things. So you have these tools. And then that second half of the book is all problem solving things. Yeah. Right. So like, think about like, if your fridge isn't working, try and unplug it or do this. Um, mm -hmm. If you're arguing and you're fighting all the time, here's what you can kind of do. And so it's just broken down from the standpoint of uh, keep that by when you run into stuff is let's go back and look, right. Know what these things can do. Yeah. Awesome. So Even good. like the design and layout of it is so nice and clean and just it looks so practical. So we're excited to read this. We can put a link to that. Where do people buy your book? Um, you can go on to Amazon, okay. um, go to my webpage and it'll go through there. Cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Cool. Very cool. Um, and Tony, we will look forward to seeing you on the soccer field too. Yes. Although yeah. Just be nice. <laughs> well, but I don't think we'll ever play because <laughs> we found out that you're on the competitive league and you guys, there are four leagues. It's competitive where Tony is. Intermediate. Kicks and Giggles 1, and then Kicks and Giggles 2. We're on Kicks and Giggles 2. Yeah. 
Yeah. Although it still gets pretty intense. It does. And injuries yeah. still happen. Yep. I'm and go just pretty because hard, I'm but... on the top league doesn't mean I'm super fast, right? <laughs> I, I just don't play as much. <laughs> My question for you, too, is does your wife, does Michelle play? Not at all. Yet? Is there any chance we can talk her into it? I keep trying, but she keeps laughing. Michelle, She's you like, should totally no. play. Does she know what's into this? They know. There you go. Come on, yep. right? Play. Yep. But All the Michelles are doing it. Yes. Come join us. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Well, Tony, thank you so much for being on our show today. This has been really great. And uh, thank you to our listener for being with us today on the Celebrate Marriage Cast. If you are in the Sioux Falls area, we would love to have you sign up for something we have coming up. It is our date night. And also, you can find marriage resources on our website, Celebrate dot church slash marriage. Additionally, we would love to hear your top takeaway from today's show with Tony or even your feedback from our anti-anti-Valentine's Day show from last week. Ryan, we got some great feedback yeah, from that, some did. aha moments for people, yeah. some people that said, you know what? I kind of was in that anti-Valentine's Day camp and now you kind of made me think differently. So we just wanted to start a conversation. It was yeah. super fun. So go back and listen to that. But we would love to hear your feedback on our Celebrate Marriage Cast voicemail. The number for that is 605-951-0110. That's 605-951-0110. We will put that in our show notes as well. And we hope you have a great week. <laughs>